Hey, welcome. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money. On today's episode of the Ask Gregory podcast, Gregory is joined by Wes Blanchard of WJ Blanchard Law. And together, they're going to explain what the step-up basis is and how utilizing it can reduce the tax burden on your heirs. Also, we've got a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic if you go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 92. Again, that is gregoryricks.com slash podcast 92. I've got a question that just came to mind. And one of the things, you know, that we like to protect and utilize is the step-up basis on property. So that's like, for example, stocks have a step-up basis at death, meaning it steps up from the previous purchase value to the value at death. So if it was bought at 40 and is worth 80 at death, then that person inheriting it gets that step-up basis or inherits it at 80, so it's not a taxable event. Same example with real estate. Somebody bought a property at 40, leaves it to somebody else, uh, say a son, and it's valued at 80, they get that step-up basis. Now, when we put real estate and such inside of a trust, and one of the things I always recommend, and we've talked about this so many times, is there's a death. There needs to be a appraisal of that property. If it's land, house, so forth, get an appraisal so you can protect that step-up basis and have justification of the value. The next is, what if it's in a trust? Do we still, still go get those appraisals? Yes, to answer that question, you know, it's, I would say this. Um, it's generally a good idea to get your appraisal done. Um, however, if the plan is to sell the property you know, shortly after uh, the person's passed, well, then the market's basically going to give you the appraisal for free. Okay, so yeah. understand that that potential windfall. Um, however, protection of that step of basis is very, very important. It's one of the few things that, you know, I'm happy to tell people about when we're in this succession process is to say, look, you actually do end up with a big tax windfall. Here's how it works. You just explained it very well, and the concept applies directly to real estate the same way it does to stock. So you do get a big tax windfall, and it's something that you absolutely need to preserve. Most of the time, we are going to suggest the appraisal. Um, however, more recently, I think because the market has been so active and prices on homes have been so high, we have been seeing more and more of heirs uh, deciding to either sell immediately or if it's a surviving spouse, that person is, you know, decided to downsize and get such a good price for this. Um, you know, we haven't, we haven't read the recent, however, been able to help some, some clients and the get coordinated with an appraisal because you're hitting the nail on the head. It, it's one of the, the major uh, tax benefits that you can get at this time. And you really need to be able to justify that to the IRS when you're telling them that I'm only reporting a gain of $5,000 on a sale where, you know, I really netted close to 200, right? So you need to be able to justify that. So if, if a death occurs, real estate's involved, there's going to be a step-up basis, and you're planning to sell it in the near future, so you kind of say, well, the market kind of takes care of that. What kind of time frame are we talking about that that would be reasonable? 
if if your plan is to sell it within ninety to one hundred and twenty days, I think that that's a reasonable request uh, or you know justification because most sales on the home, you know, if if you had a, a an agreement to sell the home one week after. Uh, you know, your your mom or dad passed away. It is in all likelihood still going to take forty five days before you're handing over keys and checks. Um, so you know you want to be cognizant of that. But you know, on the other side of things, you know, a ninety to one hundred and twenty day uh, window is what you would typically see in a real estate transaction prior to this market boom it's happened over the last two years or so. So I think that 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 window is, is justifiable to you know to establish uh, the the step up tax basis. So we're going to take I believe Lee is up next from Mattery. How can we help you today, Lee? I have uh, some family trust that I inherited when my parents died. One from my father, one from my mother. They have substantial assets in them. When I die, the trust dissolve and the and the I, the assets go to my children. Is there a stepped-up basis for them, or do I need to move those assets out of the trust into my personal name for them to realize the stepped-up basis? I'm going to go to, it's going to have to do with the structure of that trust from from that standpoint, and how should, I, how's that step-up going to be handled? I, I have the ability to withdraw without taxes any funds out of the trust. I only have to pay taxes on the trust income on a yearly basis. If the trust doesn't make income or if my distributions are greater than the income, the excess distributions are tax-free. Uh, so I have the ability to move all the Exxon stuck out of the trust into my personal name without tax implications. Yeah, and without clarifying, you know, I, my understanding is that step-up basis continues as it continues on to the next generation, and that is the neat thing about that in that case. But uh, it, it just needs to be documented along the way, and when somebody is selling that or inheriting and selling, you know, we, we kind of have to put together a history of that. And that's why I always think it's important that if you inherited stock, and even if it's inside the trust, what was the value of it on the date of death? You know, what was that value of that real estate when they died? And then if it moves on to somebody else, we need that information recorded again. And for why? Because sometime in the future they're selling it. And there was a case the other day where somebody's been holding stock forever and and then they decided to sell the stock. And the thing is, it showed a zero cost basis. Well, why did it do that? Well, they never furnished the step-up basis of the stock. So somebody has to figure that out or you're going to be taxed on the whole value. And it's fine, but what you have to worry about is when the IRS comes in and say, hey, what's going on here? What was what was the basis? If you get audited and they want to know what that basis is, you need to have that information. It can't just be an arbitrary number. 
So that's well, work, that work is that is readily available. Yeah, well, I think you're good, but, but it's just important that you continue that process, and those that you're leaving it to need to understand that as well. Not keep them out the loop, but hey, when I die, here's what's going to happen, and here's some steps you need to take. Because we don't want them to pay more tax than they have to, and errors can be made and things can be misunderstood. I see it happening with real estate where multiple people, and we're like, and we mentioned to one of them, well, you've got a step up base. Oh, okay. Well, tell your sister and brother about it. And well, I did, but they're not interested. Okay, they're just giving away money to Uncle Sam in that case. So I, 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 I don't so, quite get that. So basically what you're telling me is it doesn't matter whether the property is in the trust or in my personal name, my heirs still get the stepped-up basis. Yeah, I, I'm going to say subject to language and such there and ownership, but generally that step-up basis continues. And that's the neat thing about that, but it needs to be documented and tracked from that standpoint. Okay, thank you. Okay, thanks for the call. You know, what What assets do not get a step-up basis? IRAs, 401ks, pensions, tax-deferred annuities, certificates of deposit, and money market account so you kind of understand. It's just, uh, you know, the easy to understand is, yeah, stocks. And real estate makes that easy from from that standpoint there. And it's something that needs to be kept up with. Thanks so much for listening to Ask Gregory, where we answer your financial questions. You can find us anywhere podcasts can be found and on YouTube and Facebook Live every Saturday from 10 to 1. Subscribe, leave a review, and tune in next time. We'd like to give a big thank you to Wes Blanchard for joining us on this episode. And don't forget, we've got a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic if you go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 92. Again, that is gregoryricks.com slash podcast 92. Gregory Ricks and Associates is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Gregory Ricks and Associates are not affiliated companies. Gregory Ricks and Associates, the Total Wealth Authority, is our trademark tagline. It does not promise or guarantee investment results or the preservation of principal, nor does it represent a certain level of skill. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed and insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strengths and claims of the paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Erickson Associates is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the U.S. government or any other governmental agency. This information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained by sources is believed to be reliable, but the accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory X and Associates. Any media logos or trademarks contained herein are the property of their respective owners, and no endorsement made by those owners of Gregory X and Associates is stated or implied. Gregory X and Associates is a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide tax and or legal advice. AE Wealth Management, Gregory X and Associates, WJ Blanchard Law LLC, Jay Heath & Co., and Mortgage Gumbo are not affiliated companies. This show is a paid placement.